I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. This is Season 7, Theater Heaven on the Connor and Smith Show. I mean, that was... We need to workshop that close, again. Close, close. It's not theater heaven, it's theater stories. Stories. Glories, yeah. glories. Yeah. Um, how are you? I'm great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We went to dinner tonight. Yep, we went to the B-Liner Diner. B-Liner Diner, King Street, Bradley Shopping Center. Yep. And how was dinner? Did you like it? It was great. Yeah, they have good food. They do have good food. Bingo every Thursday at 6.30. Bingo, we've never been. We were supposed to go last night, but I was a little sicky this week. You had the RSVP? I had, I had something. Yeah, the element of PQR? Yeah. But not the COVID. Not the COVID. Um, okay, we're going to listen to a couple of pre-recorded stories today. Um, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. In 1985, Tyler was meeting Justin at their favorite arcade, Longshot. Just as Justin was about to confess his love for Tyler, the world changed. Blending elements of 1980s pop culture and LGBTQIA fiction, we journey through this incredible experience that brings them closer together as they fight against a world trying to keep them apart. Listen to Longshot on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. First up, we have a story from Mary Payne Omohandro. I did a production of Brigadoon many years ago, and it was a fate experience from the start. Um, big story that I remember was um, right before the show, the person that usually does the part of Sandy, the candy seller, uh, was sick, so someone else had to step in. And uh, the prop that they used to keep the candy in was full of loose candy because everyone in the cast kept eating the candy, and then they would bring in a bag and fill it up. So it was like Skittles, M&Ms, loose, hard candies. And she came out center stage and started to sing, picked both her hands up off of the tray that had a strap around her neck, and the whole thing fell, and there was Skittles and candy and M&Ms across the entire stage right before there was supposed to be a big dance number. So the cast was on their hands and knees while Sandy kept singing, trying to pick up all the candy off the floor hilarious um another thing that happened in that show was that we had people were sick there was some kind of bug running through the cast and the leads understudies were i played genie but i understudied fiona and the guy that played charlie understudied tommy so they were both out we moved up understudies moved into those two roles and then both swings came in and unfortunately the swings ended up as partners, uh, dance partners. So it was sort of the blind leading the blind. And Mr. L- the scene for Mr. Lundy came up and 
lights come up and he's sitting there on the stage in his rocking chair waiting for Fiona to enter and there's that couple, the two swings dressed in their wedding finest just standing there holding hands behind Mr. Lindy because they thought it was the wedding scene and it was not the wedding scene and they both kind of looked at each other and skulked off stage so many other stories there was also the story of when I played Lori in Oklahoma and um, Curly and I were sitting on the porch the fence on the porch um, doing the love scene doing the scene before we sang people will say we're in love and we're sitting on it and there was a very loud crack and the entire thing just fell and we fell on our butts feet up in the air the audience of course went (gasps) and then he and I just started laughing the audience started laughing and it was a good couple minutes before we could um pull ourselves together uh to get through that rest of that scene while the porch just porch fence just laid there on the ground anyway that's a few of my stories hope that helps thanks I would like to think the tornado came sweeping down the plains and knocked Curly and Lori off of their porch. And that's what happened. It was a freak little F1 tornado that blew through. And that explains that. The candies all over the stage reminds me of another theater story. We were doing, Matt, you and I, Sunset Boulevard at Signature Theater in 2010 with Flo Lacey. (laughs) And Schwab's counter was on hydraulics. And hydraulics were iffy back in those days. What do you mean hydraulics? Not not hydraulics. Probably automation. They were automated. Thank you for the correction. No, was it automated? I thought she was pushing it in. No, no, the counter came down. Oh, it did. Everything was automated. It was early days of automation. Remember, kiss the spider woman in the bed, sometimes on hydraulics, didn't come up. They got some machines for that, Matt. They don't have to have a person do it. Anymore. They were trying to be all arena stage back in those days. So Schwab's. The counter starts coming down and hits a hard stop. And I think, wasn't it the uh, cups and everything that fell? <laughs> Gina. Yeah, and Gina, her first line is... Uh, coffee. And <laughs> there were no cups or anything. Everything had fallen off. Coffee later? <laughs> without missing a beat. And then everyone had to scramble to pick everything up. Um, oh my gosh. For me, just hearing Mary tell that story, it just felt like a big pinata had been hit and there was candy everywhere. But um, I felt for the swings who showed up for the wedding early. Do you think anybody like ate the M&Ms and Skittles later? I hope not. Probably. But you know what? Real food and theater is tricky. Because people, true. people do get hungry. Yeah. And um, I, I I always liked it when they had real food in theater. And yeah, when they were talk- when she was talking about the swings and the understudies, and they, that is like a hard job. That's like the hardest job in theater, wouldn't you the say? The actor's nightmare. I've done it many times. Show- yeah, me you too. Showing up in the wrong wedding scene. Yeah, <laughs> showing up in the wrong wedding scene. But still, it's 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 one of the most uh, toughest mentally. Yeah. To to do in theater because you're so nervous when you do get to do it. 
it's like, am I doing it correctly? And then they're out in their wedding garb, and it's not the correct... Oh, man. And then they kind of went... I would have been like, sunrise, sunset. Yeah. I don't know Brigadoon. I've never done Brigadoon. What is Brigadoon about? It's about a town that magically appears. And then it magically goes away. Is it like a carnival or just a town? A town. It's it's Scottish. Yeah. It's Scottish. It's Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. Um, There's, um, it's a great score. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember you and I chore- helped I didn't I didn't choreograph it. You were choreographing was it Carla Della Torre dancing the Brigadoon like funeral dance on the back deck in Fredericksburg in like nineteen ninety eight? Was Carla Torre and Brigadoon at least Brigadoon. Brigadoon. At Lazy Susan? Yeah. No. Okay, who was Nor was Carla Della Torre in Fredericksburg. Okay, I'm sorry. I did it wrong. It wasn't Frederick. We were in Fredericksburg. We were. On the deck. And I was doing choreography for Brigadoon at but it Lazy wasn't Susan. Carla. It was somebody else. Yeah. I, I mixed sort Did Carla ever play that role? Is there a tenor song in that that, like, is, like, known? Well, known? It, it's almost like yes. Being in Love. <clears throat> is that what it is? Yeah. I just remember Gene Galvin bringing back Shenandoah. Like, he was like, you should do this for Brigadoon. And I was like, eh. I don't know. I'm not sure really about this song. I always do. It's almost like being in love. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, with Mary, with Mary talking about the fence falling apart, yeah. it reminded me of when we were doing Crazy for You, and the, like the second story of the set. Where was this? This is Burbank. At Shandoa. Oh. What? The second set, the second level story, story of the set, like broke. Was I on it? Because I remember falling you from that. You probably broke it. <laughs> I don't know. But you remember me falling from that second story? All the way down. Onto the bar, then down to the So stage. did it fall in the middle of a show? Um, it didn't completely... F- I don't remember, but it, something crashed. Something happened. It was an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> in Dead Rock, there yeah. was an earthquake. Well, thanks, Mary, for those stories. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. For generations, people in Fairfax, Virginia have heard tales of the Bunny Man. Now, Bunny Man Brewing offers a tasty array of high-quality microbrews with a rotation of unique flavors. Come by to have a sample and maybe even catch a glimpse of the legendary hopper. But bring a friend, because you don't ever want to drink alone. Check our hours and see what's on tap at BunnyManBrewing.com. Okay, up next we have Jason Marks. Take it away, Jason. I was doing a world premiere musical at the Oregon Cabaret Theater in 2014, I think it was, called Holmes and Watson Save the Empire. It was a two-hander, two-man musical, sort of an old English hall style, um, bare-bones musical comedy about Sherlock Holmes, and I played his assistant, Dr. Watson. Great show, had a great time. Uh, I had a fast change into the very second scene of the show, and I didn't have anybody to help me with my costume change, so I always had to do it myself, and I never had any problems with it. And we were, I don't know, it was like an 11-week run, a very long run. We were midway through. And I went off stage after the first scene 
to change my clothes. And part of what was involved, I had suspenders on my pants that I had to put on. And this one particular performance, I make my change, get into my suit. It's a three-piece suit, vest, pants, shirt, tie, jacket, very nice suit. And I go to my place, and the next scene is just me by myself doing a monologue with a full song. And I'm on stage for probably five or six minutes alone. So I go to my place after I've changed my costume. And just before the uh, scene shifts, I realize that I had not put my suspenders over my shoulders. So I'm wearing everything, but there's no, I don't have a belt on, and there's no way that my pants are going to stay up. And it was too late to fix it. (laughs) I'm chuckling now at the whole thought of the whole stupidity of the whole thing. There was no way to fix it before I had to come out in front of the audience. So I walk out and I start my song and I realize the whole time that my pants are going to fall down. So I ended up doing the song with one hand on my pants, holding them up, and gesticulating the other arm to express the emotion of the song. The audience clearly could tell what was going on, and of course there were giggles, and I just continued in the best fashion forward. But the best part was that my my cohort, Dr. Uh, not Dr. Watson, um, Sherlock Holmes, He had no idea that I had had difficulty with my pants. And so he had to come in the next scene and had not had a glance at me. So during the next scene, I took my jacket off and then proceeded to tuck my shirt in, hike up my pants and put my suspenders on. And he had no idea what was going on and just baffled he was baffled and stared at me the whole time while the audience cheered for the fact that I now was able to finally get my suspenders on over my shoulders and get myself fully dressed to this day it was the most ridiculous costume change incident I've ever been through um and it could have turned out a lot worse maybe I should have let the pants drop and given the audience what they wanted should have known when he came in that the suspenders weren't up and knew what was going on. If he had seen the clues. If he had seen the clues. Yeah. Right. He's Sherlock Holmes. Right. For Christ's sake. But also, at the same time, I want to say this. Who wears suspenders anymore? So, in a costume change, putting suspenders on is like, it's an extra step. You're not putting a belt on. You're having to do the suspenders. Suspenders are better for your health than belts. That's why, the truth. Why is that? Because belts constrict your intestines. Interesting. Yeah, and can lead to hernia. Okay. Especially if you have any weight like I do beyond where a belt should go. Well, I'm excited to start buying some. Mork from Ork, like rainbow <laughs> yeah. suspenders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Suspenders sometimes make my shoulders go down. What do you mean? Because your pants are so heavy? <laughs> yeah. Or your wallet is. Yeah. 
I have a story, y'all. I was gonna save this for when we have Sherry Eatland live. Spoiler alert, at some point that's happening. I'm, I think I probably told this before. I have? Have I? Secret Garden? Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know if on this series. Maybe not. No. Alright, this is a good one. Sherry Eadlin, one of our dear friends, one of the most amazing performers in the DMV or anywhere. We're in a production of... In the, the world. In, of the secret, of course. Of the Secret Garden at Only Theater in 2003 or four. Blurry. What was the accent you had to learn for that? Oh, Irish. North Country. North Country. North Country. Uh, hey, up. Hello, Mary. <laughs> I was Dickon. She was Martha. Um, so it was the come spirit, come charm scene where we try to do a spell to will the um, paralyzed child's illness away. And we're all sitting on the ground around him before the song, before I start, come spirit, come charm, whatever it else says. Um, and before, like, I don't know, something else is happening. And Sherry whispers over to me, hey, do you have a safety pin? <laughs> I look at her like she has lobsters crawling out of her ears. I'm like, do you no! have a safety pin? No, of course I don't. And then she rolls her eyes and she's like, you're no help. I'm like, well, who has the safety pin? So she said, my skirt. My skirt has come undone. The buttons popped off. And I'm like, I shrugged my shoulders. I'm like, can't help you, sis. Sorry. So, what starts is a dance. And I see her processing the levels of what's coming next in the dance. And she is making do. She's got, much like Jason, one hand on the waist. She's doing all the choreography that's supposed to be two hands with one. I wish I could demonstrate to the viewers because and the listeners because there's two-handed, like, full gestures that she's doing one. And me and her are front and center, and it looks odd. So anyway, she's dealing with it and looking at me like... Ha-ha. Why didn't you have a safety no, pin? No, no, she's looking at me like, I've got this. <laughs> and I keep laughing every time I look at her like, this isn't... Anyway, she's she's doing very well for herself. And then I see her thought process when we turn from that move to go to the next, which is we all join hands in a circle <laughs> around the paralyzed boy. <laughs> the paralyzed boy. <laughs> and I see her thought process as she turns back by rote. This is where we turn and put both hands out and I see her brain going, oh shit. <laughs> And then she just kind of shrugs her shoulders like, this is it. And we all start hand in hand doing, you know, a, a circle, galloping around. Ba-bump, ba-bump, ba-bump. With every ba-bump, her skirt, ba-bump, gets lower. Ba-bump, ba-bump. Until it comes down and behind Colin, who's, you know, in the wheelchair, she takes the rest of her skirt off and swings it in the air and goes, Woo! <laughs> like she's a witch dancing in the crucible. It's part of the charm. Yeah. And that's that's how she got over that. We were not able to get through most of that. I don't know how we did. Oh my god. But Jason, thank you for that. It reminded me of that story. And we were all laughing here just thinking about the fact that 
shit happens on a stage, um, you know? I remember being in Showboat once. Signature? Uh-huh. And Sandy Bainham came. She was in this very long gown that was like multi-ruffled. Yeah. It was like a, a baby doll cake thing. A baby doll cake? You know, the cakes that they used to make baby dolls? It was a tiered dress. It's a tiered dress. Anyways, when she came down the steps of the showboat, she was supposed to do twirly, 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 and hit Bobby Smith, and they were going to start their dance. And she went twirly, 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 twirly. Well, as she went twirly, 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 her dress had gotten... had gotten stuck on the very top of the staircase. So as she twirled, she just untwirled all the... the People probably thought it was on purpose. I'm sure. She untwirled all of the, her dress until finally she stopped with Bobby and realized it. She walked up through that the rest of that ruffle over her shoulder like it was a part of a, like a, a, boa. a meat boa stole or something and started her dance with Bobby. Brilliant. It was unreal. You couldn't pay for that kind of reveal in a drag queen and performance. I'm, I'm, right? sure the, I'm sure all of the stitchers were like oh, oh crap. We're here yep. late tonight. Yeah, sew that shit back together. And thank you to Wardrobe for all that you do. Yes. My Absolutely. gosh. Even just spraying with Febreze. Yeah. Uh, or vodka and water. Or vodka and Cheap water. vodka. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you, Jason, and thank you, Mary. This has been uh, a very fun evening remembering all these silly things. And we will be back next week with more theater stories. Until then, bye! bye.